You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato with Red Knight Properties. And today we have a special guest with us, uh, Kenny Hart, Harper. Um, who's a speaker, uh, renowned author, and marketing advisor. And, uh, you know, he's an entrepreneur as well. He's co-authored a few books, uh, Amplify Your Business, uh, Business uh, Breakthrough. And he's the co-owner of Rock My Image, which is an authority uh, marketing agency. Um, And he's a professional uh, speaker. So uh, today we're going to talk about, um, you know, business growth, um, self-improvement, and, you know, he uh, specifically, what we're going to talk about is kind of how to, his one book he co-authored, Business Breakthrough, it's called How to Find $10,000 in Any Business in 45 Minutes. We're going to talk about um, that, that book and, and how we can, you know, relate it to uh, the real estate industry. So, uh, Kenny, thanks for coming on. Thank you very much for having me, Anthony. It is a pleasure to be here and I'm excited to be sharing some ideas that could help spark some interest and some fire under people who are thinking about investing in real estate. Awesome. Uh, so why don't you talk to us about that, that book and what it's all about and uh, what kind of message are you trying to get across? So here's the thing. You ever heard of that concept of the Pareto principle or the 80, 20 rule? Yep. So typically, you know, the, the statement says you get 80% of the results from 20% of the actions that you take. Now, in a business world, when I'm connecting with business owners, we're gonna be looking at five profit drivers in their business. But for listeners who may be saying, well, I don't own a business, I'm really looking to build wealth for myself or for my family. You're still wanting to look at what are the actions that you could take in your life that are gonna be the most impactful to helping build your wealth. And, And part of that is, you know, thinking about where you're investing your money. Are you trying to save your way to wealth? You know, that's, that's not a winning strategy. It's better to invest in something that is going to be able to grow and build wealth for you. And that's the whole concept behind the book. You know, we're looking at what are the actions you could take to proactively increase the revenue and profitability that comes into a business. Again, when, when we're talking with business owners, there's five profit drivers. It's if someone's looking to grow and get more customers, they want to be looking at lead generation and how many leads they turn into customers. If someone's looking to uh, extend the lifetime value of a current customer, they're going to be looking at the number of transactions or the average dollar per transaction. And then it's not how much money you make, it's how much money you get to keep. So that's another area that would relate to outside of the business world because regardless of what you do for a living, whether you own a business or you have a career or you're investing, you need to be thinking about how you're setting yourself up to save more than money that you make. And so part of it in this conversation would be investing into, you know, into properties that could help build wealth, but then working with an accountant or a tax strategist to make sure that you're saving as much money as you possibly can and not paying more than your fair share. So that's the general principle 
is being able to put the focus there. Because a lot of times we can get caught up in just living the day to day and we don't take the step back to focus on what's most important. Makes a lot of sense. Um, so when you, you kind of talk about the 80, 20 rule a little bit, um, what are you seeing a lot of business owner? Do you see a lot of people not following the 80, 20 rule? Like when they're just starting out or do you see it when the business, let's say the business is 30 years old and they're, they're you know, pretty established. Do you still see them following that rule or, or not? Oh, like, it is rampant. 80% of people are not, paying attention to this formula. That's it. It's that pervasive that people are just not paying attention to the key areas in their business or in their wealth that would give them the most impact. And it's not for anything else than it's a busy world. We have so many different distractions pulling us in all different directions, whether it's social media, pinging us on our phones or the latest news thing saying we got to pay attention or pandemics. There's always something striving for attention. We have busy lives. We have families. We have jobs. We have deadlines. Non-stop. Bam, 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 bam. Things just pushing and calling us to be reactive. Now, right. when Stephen Covey is the author of the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Great book. And one of the habits he talks about in there is be proactive. And taking a step back to really look at are you being reactionary to the things that are happening in your life? Are you being reactionary in addressing urgent but non-important matters or just urgent matters in general? Or are you being more effective to plan ahead so that you could be working on matters that are important but not urgent? And there's a quadrant in that book that's pretty powerful. The four quadrants of, you know, is it, important, unimportant, urgent or not urgent. And again, you want to put your time in the things that are important, but they're not urgent. And you could do a quick exercise that could be helpful for you is if you take a piece of paper and a pen, you know, go old school and just for a day, just jot down your time to see what you're doing on a regular basis. Most people would be surprised to find they put a lot of their time in things that are urgent, but maybe not important. Or some of those things may be important, but it would have been better if they would have planned ahead and not got them into an urgent status. So to answer your original question, how we got here, business owners typically aren't looking at those those profit drivers, the 20% that's going to be the biggest impact, regardless of they're just starting out entrepreneurs or if they've been in business for five, 10 years, 30 years. In cases, in many cases, they can have managers, department leads, they can have a marketing department, sales department, operations. And a lot of the times people get bottlenecked in tunnel vision after a while because they you know, we just start getting very um, tunnel visioned into the patterns that we create. We're creatures of habit, right? And before you know it, we're not getting a better sense of where are our blind sides? What are we not paying attention to? And so as a growth coach, I typically help provide fresh perspective and help them assess, you know, here's some things that maybe you know, but you're not addressing. 
or maybe you don't know, and now it's a new opportunity. And so for listeners who are thinking about, you know, investing in thinking about how they're going to build their wealth, you know, taking the step back and really making sure that they're looking at, are they putting their time and energy into the things that are going to help them build the wealth or are they letting urgent matters like prevent them from taking action? So that's, that's one side of the boat. It's being too busy to do something. I'll get to it, right? How many times do you hear people, oh, I'll get to that later? Yeah, I'm guilty of it too. It, and we're all guilty of it. So that's one side of the coin that can prevent people from taking the actions they need that can help them make a better life for themselves, for their family, and for generations to come. Now, the other big pervasive insidious thing is fear. A lot of times people want fear. They don't want fear. (laughs) A lot of times people want to avoid doing things because of fear. And that's pretty common knowledge, right? Yeah. Now, this can especially come into play when someone's looking to invest a decent sum of money into something. They think, oh, how do I know this is going to work? Do I have any guarantees? Are there any other things I could do that are more certain? How do I know when the time is right? When will I be ready? All these sorts of questions, very pervasive, but it's important to take a gut check and say, what is driving your boat? What is driving your actions? Is it fear or is it faith? And you don't want to let fear steer your boat. So that's the other side of the coin when we're looking at what is preventing people from achieving the higher levels of success, whether in their personal wealth or in their business wealth, it goes down to those things. The uncertainty, the fear, the wanting the security. So that's really what would be helpful is for people to take this step back and say, what is driving my decision here? You know, I have two boys, little Kenny, he is eight and little Michael is five and we're all into Marvel right now. Do you, do you know much about the Marvel movies? I used to. Yep. Okay. Not the so, new ones. Well, there's a, there's one that's pretty cool. It's um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. It's actually a cartoon and it's, it's produced really well, but in there there's, they're into a different dimension and there's this little spider man who's finding his way becoming a spider-man and he comes to a point in the movie it's kind of a climactic scene where he's on the ledge of a building and he's thinking how do i know when i'm ready how do i know i i could be spider-man and his mentor the original spider-man says you know you won't it's it takes a leap of faith And so I just wanted to share those two things that really stop a lot of people from achieving their greatness. It all comes down to the mind and getting in the right mindset to really achieve the things that you want, whether it's in business or in your personal life, your finances, just getting that mental mindset and that fortitude to take the right actions when you're being proactive, you're being focused and you're working with a trusted advisor like yourself, Anthony, that's how you're going to be set up for success. Sure. So how how do they... You're talking, we talked about a lot of different 
ideas and and theories and some practices. What's your number one? And you mentioned the the book, Seven Habits, the the quadrant. I think that's great. I think you know, even having that next to your desk and mm-hmm. always referring back to it. Are there any other tools you would recommend for whether entrepreneurs, investors, uh, even employees to kind of always go back to and not get distracted because there's so many distractions out there to like just not be distracted with what their their ultimate goals are because I feel like with the distractions, a lot of those distractions spring out fear right. as well. So like, for example, with real estate, people see what's happening with the stock market. Stock market's at an all-time high, but or not an all-time high, but close to it again. Um, mm-hmm. Before, back in March, when it dipped that significant of a level, that was a distraction from people seeing the bigger picture. Right. So, although it was chaos, it was, um, like, how do people oversee, you know, overcome that, wow, I just lost 30% of my wealth in one day like that, you know, and then there's more distractions, bad news every day. How do do people get over that hump with kids you're constantly bombarded? Are there any, like, strategies that you use? I think that that quadrant's great. I might even print it out and put it up next to my desk just to make sure I'm not distracted because I'm guilty of it myself. It's easy. We're all guilty of different things. We're humans. (laughs) We can't be perfect. You know, I'm a positive person. I like helping people get inspired, empowered to achieve different levels of success. I try to keep a headstrong, positive outlook. Now, what we experienced in the year 2020 in the, in the first quarter really was different. You know, it was different. We saw pandemic, which was fearful in and of itself, not knowing what the, the death rate was going to be, having you know, family members of different ages, got children, I have parents, none of which I want them to be harmed myself, you know? So that was scary. And we had the stock market and, and the businesses were all shuffling around, people closing doors, kids having to be homeschooled, all these different things, putting a lot of fear in the air. And then I think everyone kind of wants to be informed, but when you're watching the news, you're getting a lot of, you're getting a lot of the fear kind of programmed into you because they don't, they don't make it always just, just factual. There's a lot of underlying things. So paying attention to what you're tuning into and what you're consuming. Again, when the pandemic came out, I was sharing a lot of, here's all this news, here's all this hype. And what I felt in that particular time frame, I felt like you've ever heard of that uh, Chinese water torture, the drip torture. I felt like I was kind of getting whittled away with all that kind of negative focus. And it, it's, I was getting stressed out. Yep. And I realized that it was not so much what reality was. It was what I was feeding my mind with. So I remember a weekend after kind of like getting stressed out and feeling the energy in my body of stress and fear I just went on a bike ride with the weekend with my boys and we just had fun. And when I was out there on my bike with my boys, it's like there was no, nothing was a problem. It was all what was being created in my mind due to what I was consuming. 
So I said, I need to make sure that I'm guarding what I'm consuming from a mental standpoint. And I picked up another book that I thought was really great. It's called uh, Mind Hacking. Mind Hacking by Sir John Hardgrave. Now, I think you can go to mindhacky.ng. I think that's the URL. You can get a free download of the book. And he also has a, a complimentary um, 21-day mind hacking challenge. Sure. And the exercise is all about how you can really take the time to let your mind become still, make sure that you're focused on what's important to you, and making sure that you're in control of where you want to go with your mind and with your actions. And so I managed to, I guess it was just the law of attraction, right? Attracting this, this resource into my life when I kind of needed it because I was feeling that stress. And after unplugging and just getting grounded again, I'm like headstrong and rocking and rolling again. So that would be a recommendation for people who are kind of getting in that spot where like, where's my career going? What about my industry? What about this investment? What about this market going down? Taking the time to make sure that you have some sort of ritual or um, regimen that you follow on a regular basis that is fueling your mind with things that are empowering you and strengthening your fortitude and your mental mindset. If you consume too much news and you're talking with people about all these challenges, you're going to create more power to that negativity and it can affect your judgment and your energy. Sure. Mind hacking. I'll definitely have to pick up that one. Um, what would you leave our listeners with today? Like how, you know, if there's one just quick piece of advice um, to get your, get, you know, everybody back in kind of the, the pre COVID mindset, I think for the most part, everybody was very, very happy. How do, how do we get back to that? that state very, very quickly. Is it those rituals that you mentioned? Uh, maybe Here, here's a little exercise. Uh, one of the first books I wrote was amplify your business, the rockstar professionals guide to marketing success. I believe that everyone has something inside of them that is unique. And if we really are getting in the right mindset, we could shine a great energy out and impact the world, impact each other. And when writing this book, I'll connect with people and I'd ask them one question. Said, if you had a magic wand and could create anything in your life, what would you want to create? Can you guess what the number one answer was? Well, it was actually, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people haven't taken the time to step back and say, what if you could create anything in your world, anything in your life, and you, and you could just make that happen? And they haven't just taken the time just to, define what that is and so take the time to find what you really want what do you really want if you could create anything and bring it into existence for yourself for your family for those who are important to you what would you want and then when you define what that is take the actions to bring it into existence because who's in control of your boat it's you right so that's true. that's the uh call to action is to take time to do that for yourself we kind of come full circle because I believe it was a similar concept in Stephen Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, when he said, if you could write your eulogy, what would you write? What would you want people to know about yourself? And ultimately, you're in control of your own ship, so take the action that's most important to you. Awesome. 
And how can people uh, buy your book and how can people find you the best way? Well, if you want to know more about me, Kenny Harper, I am a business growth coach. So I do help businesses increase the number of leads they have, sales or profitability using effective strategy and proven systems. You can go to kennyharper.rocks. That's kennyharper.rocks. It's not a .com address. It's a .rocks address. <laughs> Going with the theme of Amplify Your Business. That's awesome. Well, Kenny, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, to our listeners, we'll have a link to um, you know, all of uh, Kenny's platforms as well. Um, tagged in the iTunes uh, section and all on our social media platforms. So I want to thank everybody for listening and thank Kenny for coming on our show. I really appreciate it. We'd love to have you uh, back on the show in you know, six months or so. Anthony, thank you so much for your time and it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Appreciate it.